0: Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Film Club podcast, where every month we deep dive into a different aspect of cinema: directors, actors, genres, or franchises. It doesn't matter; it's always fun at the Film Club. I'm Dean. I'm
1: Becky,
0: and we have a guest this week.
1: We do.
2: Hey,
0: everyone! He's back, back again. It's, it's been a while. So <laughs> good night, everybody. Good night.
1: <laughs> uh, all he right. He was back.
0: He was back, but he's back because we're talking about the Mummy franchise. That's what we're doing this month, and and,
1: the, and we're going back to Hamanatra. So. Yes,
0: because yeah. this week we're talking about
1: the mummy returns
0: coming out in two thousand and one, yeah, two years to the day of the originals mm-hmm. release, which is an insane turnaround time for a movie with these many special effects and this big you you can tell yeah yeah you can tell. i I don't think any one of us is going to argue that this is the better of the um of the franchise, right, but this is um. This is this is like the only one that all of us have seen, like saw in the theater, yeah. I I think, right? Alex, do you, you remember the first time seeing this one? Yeah, I do.
3: Uh, yeah, I remember pretty vividly when me and my dad went to go see it at the Twin Family Cinema right down the street from my house. And the moment they reveal the kid's name, Alex, I looked at my dad. My dad <laughs> looked at me and I was like,
0: whoa. <laughs> You're like, I didn't know I was Brendan Fraser and Rachel Weisz's kid. Like, oh put, shit. put me back in. <laughs> <laughs> You're just like, I just want to go back. It was so nice in there. But um what what about you, Becky? When was the first time you saw this movie? Yeah, I
1: saw this in the theater uh at Regal in La Habra. Uh very excited. I mean, I love this movie too. It's got its issues. It does. It's
0: not a flawless film.
1: It's not flawless.
3: It's a good thing we saw it the age that we saw it.
1: Yes.
0: Yeah, I this was uh, I saw this at AMC Twenty in Norwalk, and this was God because I I want to say like I I saw the Mummy the first one before this movie came out, mm-hmm. and I think I was in even though I was like really young, I was like in the hype train for this movie because yeah. this movie yeah, was, was big. real big.
1: We also got Burger King toys out of this movie.
0: Yeah, we did. I yeah. remember those. Also, that
3: spawned out of this. Oh, you still have the bracelet? And then for the animated show, Taco yes, Bell had did. toys.
0: That's what it was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I forgot there was an animated mummy show.
1: I used to uh, watch it.
3: I had the, you know, they they would release like the, the first episode, but the first episode was like an hour and a half long mm-hmm. or an hour. I had that on tape, too. Yep,
0: and it was in a crinkle case. Oh, oh, well, that is a classic. That's like a fine wine right there. Yeah, it's, a, it's like, ooh, it's a Vlasic tape. <laughs> but, like, the first Mummy movie, that one came out and it was just big blockbuster, all that stuff. Mummy Returns, this was when they were like, we're going to franchise. We're going to have spinoffs. We're going to have movie, we're going to have media tie-ins, cartoons, toys, whole nine yards. This is
1: the the dvd's interactive it's one of those ones you can put in your dvd rom and you know it does like little special things
0: oh i have a story about the dvd copy i i watched because i think the dvd because i i bought the whole like franchise on dvd like to watch this because i can't yeah because i can't find it anywhere Mm
1: -hmm. it was on tubi
0: well i don't want to watch it with tubi ads because tubi cuts ads in in the mid-sentences sometimes they do that so I went out and bought it, and I think the Mummy Returns I got was like right when it came out because it features Dwayne the Rock Johnson showing you um, scenes from his upcoming movie, The Scorpion
3: that's King. That's in that's in uh, this one too.
1: Did you get yeah. the collectors? I think so. Yeah, that, that's the one that I was watching last night. Oh the really? Collector's edition.
0: It is. It is funny to me where it's just like the like you press play and it doesn't start the movie. It starts up. Hi, I'm Dwayne Johnson, and I'm gonna show you some scenes of my new well, upcoming movie, to Scorpion King. You're kind of jumping
1: the gun there because it, d- it plays the old Universal ad. Oh, you know, with the drums coming. I. That
0: is one of those things where, y- you know, how if you like, you hear a song, you can remember exactly mm-hmm. where you were when you heard it, or you like smell like something, and you're like, takes you back. That opening right there is like. Ooh, we are—we're going back to the past on that one. I—I I go back to like grandma's house, chilling on the weekends, watching like old movies. You could yeah. smell Universal Studios in that.
3: Ad. Oh yeah. Oh yeah.
0: Oh yeah. That what is it with um?
1: They had Fast and the Furious. That, yeah. That's how old this is. Jurassic Park three. Jurassic Park three. Yeah. The Grinch.
0: Yeah, the Grinch. Yeah, How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Yeah,
1: um,
0: oh, the Mummy Returns. I think was still on here, or the Mummy. Yeah, they still showed the Mummy. They showed the Mummy. The
1: Mummy. They were showing a lot of Returns. Yeah. In that little soundbite.
0: It is. It is just so funny how like that clicks on, and I'm like, oh, oh, we're we're going all the way back, boys. And then you can't forget the classic
3: monster monster ad oh, they put I, in there. I I, I love that. Love that. Oh. It's good.
2: <laughs> good. Good.
3: And then they had the the newer ones, too, where it was like, you know, like Chucky. All Van Helsing. Van Helsing. Yeah. And they had Cape Fear, yeah. which I would always, like, remember seeing that. And I'd be like, Cape Fear, what the hell is that? And then I finally saw it. And I'm like, damn, that's a good movie. <laughs> it is. Cape Fear
0: is a great movie. That's and- like top five Scorsese movies for me right there. Oh, uh, might, maybe. I mean, it's probably top five De Niro performances. Oh, Easy. yeah. Easy. Easy. I've always wanted to, like. Figure I I want to hold a flare in my hand and let it melt in my hand and just not even fucking flinch just, like he just did. Just looking fucking oh hard. My god, <laughs> that movie is fucking great. Can we do a Scorsese decade? Like, oh my god, I would love a to talk decade. about. I would love. He's made a lot of movies, but I, I would love to talk about Scorsese movies just like every week. That move. That man has made some bangers and like and some field monsters. Cenereos still like banging in that movie too. Yeah. That God, that's when De Niro was like still like getting shredded for oh, movies. Oh god. Yeah, because that was that was him after like uh Raging Bull where he got like really cut up. Mm-hmm. But he but he then when he did Cape Fear, he was like a little bit older, but he was like prison and shredded. He, he looked better. He looked better. He looked scary. Also that scene where it's him and was it? It's not it's not Julie Louis Travis. It's uh um what's what's the actress? Oh oh yeah. Uh from from uh Natural Born Killers. Natural Born Killer yeah, said uh, the, the scene. From Death till Dawn. Yeah, when she's in when they're in the scene in the gymnasium, I'm like, oh, the the this, this I'm m- one so of the most squirmiest scenes ever. Uh, but the mummy returns. Yes, yes. yes. We're talking The about Mummy it. returns to the conversation right now. Yes. <laughs> He's back. Uh but this this is the movie that was when they were trying to franchise the mummy the mummies like movies. They it was wanted like one of the b- first big like franchising things yeah of at least the early 2000s yeah Yeah. because what is it the mummies in 99 like star wars that was going to be a franchise they were going to make we already knew that we already knew that the spider-man movies were coming out right around the same Mm times yeah spider-man first one came out a year after this yeah
3: yeah yeah or i think it came out the same year no spider-man one's 2002 this one's 2001 that's
0: right yeah yeah this is pre-911 yes that's true because this comes out May may 4th and this yeah probably yeah yeah, this comes comes out May fourth, which is
3: wild to think about. Yeah, I would I don't think about these movies as pre nine eleven, but it, it's this is a pre nine eleven movie. Yeah, back back when the world was was a simpler place. That, that's that's why there's so much shit talking on Americans in, in these movies. Can't get away with that shit. in No, a post-9/11 if, it, world. if it came out in two thousand two, forget about it. <laughs> oh God, no! None of the pyramids would crumble. Nothing.
0: <laughs> Jesus, man. <laughs> Sorry. But yeah, like, it is just like, okay, Steven Sommers got the golden ticket by making one of the best, like, adventure films of all time in the first Mummy movie. So this, I assume they gave him fucking carte blanche, do whatever the fuck you want, you just have to get it out, like, mm-hmm. within two years. Yeah. And that insane turnaround time is probably why this movie has some shortcomings we'll say yeah
1: i mean the the cgi you know the elephant in the room that yeah. was done eight days before the movie release. yeah yeah
0: it was like finalized like yeah. right and that, before now that's the fucking norm yeah which is so wild to me like like i know there's some people who are like oh these like hollywood people complaining about you know working in a sandbox but i'm like no like the cgi people get fucked over yeah, so they hard
3: they they you get you get like the nice stuff for the trailers at first, and then the rest of the eight months before the movie comes out, they're just
0: busting it up until the day of Yeah. That that was the issue with um the Flash movie was I guess they were like redoing CGI on that movie constantly because like
1: they were getting phone calls at like midnight, hey, I need you to work on this scene. I don't yeah. care if it's Saturday, you know, just go.
0: And that movie really suffered for it because no one no one really had a concrete idea of how certain cgi elements were supposed to look until like way too late that's one of those things like like we think about it like jurassic park you know for being made in like the early 90s looks way better than Mm -hmm. certain cgi movies now Mm -hmm. the first mummy movie looks better than certain cgi movies now yeah because it's it's it's
3: it's a hybrid of cgi and practical practical that cgi was just there to embellish and, and enhance and not be the fucking thing
0: yeah or it was like oh this one or two things we can't realize practically then that's going to be cgi mm-hmm. and if we're going to do it we're going to plan exactly how it's going to look we're going to put it felt like there's a lot more work done in designing and setting up um cgi effects then than now where it's like well it's all uh, gonna we'll, we'll just we'll all use my imagination we'll figure it out on the day well you know why jurassic park looks so good the special effects right Mm-hmm. Oh, um I think there was a thing like they scanned like some physical models or no, what no, what was no, it? Nothing, no, nothing like that. Nothing so, you, like know, that? Okay. you know, cuz Stan Winston Studios obviously. Yeah. You know? yeah. That's so right, that's yeah. great.
3: But it's who they it's who worked for Stan Winston Studios. The guitarist of Tool. <laughs> oh god. The guitarist of Tool was a special effects person on Terminator Terminator 2, Jurassic Park. He, he, what the fuck yeah no, that's why he does he, he hand does all the music videos for tool and everything that's why they look fucking awesome that for real he quit working at stan winston studios because tool got a deal and there he was like i think i'm gonna leave because this is what i want to do i want to play the guitar and stan winston was like go for it if it doesn't work
0: out you got a job here wow go stan winston hell yeah
2: Not, go go right.
1: tool
0: Go go, all those guys. Yeah. Good on you. Uh, I, except like,
3: you
2: know... The, he even uh, did
3: uh, some Nightmare on Elm Street stuff. Did he? Yeah. Oh. God, what? A dream! Uh, not Dream Warriors. Uh, okay, if it was Dream Warriors, then he's no, way no, older is, than no, I thought it, is it was. No, Dream Warriors. How? I think he worked on the fucking, uh, you know, the...
0: the Welcome the, to the, prime the, time, bitch, w- and crashes her?
3: Maybe that one, or like the one that it looks like a wiener. He's like a worm eating her.
0: <laughs> well, how old is the guy from Tool?
3: I think he was born like in... 65 or something like that fuck he's way older than i thought he was yeah he's gray
0: oh, shit. and he's great oh i see i see okay but <laughs> mummy returns so this the the movie like we all have a pretty solid like background in this we we're all fans of the first mummy movie we're going into the theater to see the mummy returns and the hype for this movie is like through the roof mm-hmm. right like mm-hmm. i the movie gets like an extra 18 million on top of what the original one um cuz the original's budget was 80 million this one's like 98 million and we we're this is still in the era where 100 million dollar movies are like dummy rare yeah dummy rare so you, you know what we we should start properly we should tell people what's on the back of the box we should because
1: there's another box we got
0: another box cuz Alex actually brings me VHS tapes to read off of you can you can hear the glory ah oh, it smells like a blockbuster and weed <clears throat> i don't know why they would, it would smell like <laughs> weed <laughs> i don't know either no one's smoking weed at my house <laughs> uh, also, also okay uh, you know what okay
2: this here smell it is
0: this is early 2000s it does smell like early 2000s that, also that is, also have, that's
3: not sugar on there so
0: be <laughs> i am looking at the back of this box and i see the anubian or the Anubis, 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 Anubis. Uh, mon- <laughs> the Anubis army with the dog warriors. Racist. And I'm like, they look awful, but okay. <laughs> they do. All right, all right. Here's what the back of the box says. For those who are wondering and want to pick this up at the local blockbuster, it says, The year's biggest action adventure is coming home with a vengeance. Brendan Fraser and an all star cast reunite with Steven Sommers for explosive nonstop thrills in. The ultimate roller coaster movie ride, quoted the Seattle Post Intelligencier. An ancient legacy of terror is unleashed when the accursed mummy Imhotep is resurrected, along with a force even more powerful the Rock. Sorry, the Scorpion King. Now, as the fate of all mankind hangs in the balance, Rick O'Connell and his wife Evie embark on a daring, desperate race to save their son and the world from unspeakable evil. Supercharged with pulse-pounding action and spectacular special effects that'll blow you away. The Mummy Returns is the best adventure movie of the year. Also, this tape has a special feature of Forever May Not Be Long Enough music video performed yep. by Live. Great, great song. My word, they were selling the- <laughs> <laughs> they were selling the fuck out of this movie back in the day. My oh, God. Yeah. But you know, they're the Scorpion King, they get Dwayne The Rock Johnson to come in. This is his first like major like acting oh, yeah. role, right? Because mm-hmm. the only thing he did before this, he was like on Star Trek Enterprise, I think. I think so. But he does this, and then his first like movie, like starring role movie movie is Scorpion King. Yeah. The the spin-off. Yeah, and
3: you know it's fine, it.
0: I, I like the Scorpion I, King, I
3: like it. I, I haven't seen any of the other
0: ones, nope. yeah. Like, I think the Scorpion King falls in that same category of like, oh, this is like they, you know, um, Mummy tried to do Raiders of the Lost Ark, Con- and um, Scorpion King tried to do Conan the Barbarian, yeah, pretty yeah. much. Which, you know, and it's like, I like the first Scorpion King, I think it's in the same vein of it's a really fun, super cool, like popcorn movie, but like the sequels they just go downhill very quickly well, the sequels never went to theaters Nope. yeah they were all direct to video but i bought the 6 uh, movie scorpion king collection oh, with the there's mummies there's six there's 6 of them i thought there was like 3 no they no kept going. there's like yeah there's, there's twice more than i thought there was so here's the greatest thing about the scorpion king franchise isn't dolph lundgren in one uh, yes also uh ron perlman and dave batista's in one of them what the hell yeah so here and randy randy the uh uh, randy captain america couture is in the second one or third so here's the thing the um the mummy movie with tom cruise was coming out they were still making scorpion king movies The most recent, the most recent, like one or two, came out after they rebooted the Mummy franchise. That franchise has never ended. That's insane. Yeah, it's it's like the Tremors movies, right? People are like, oh, there's like three or four Tremors movies. There's like seven of yeah, them. Yeah, but now. I've seen four of those. Yeah. <laughs> Which, like, the first, like, okay, the first Tremors movie is fucking great. Yeah. Like, I love that it's movie. It's not bad. The sec- I think the second one is, like, pretty solid for, like, because that one was, like, a made-for-TV movie. Yeah, a sci-fi channel. Sci-fi channel. The third one is, like, that's a pilot for a TV show, and the fourth one's just, like, fun. The fourth one I had so much high hopes was, like, this is a prequel. Oh, hell yeah. pre Old West prequel with hell gunslingers. Yeah. They need to redo that. Oh, God, I love the Tremors movies, but Mummy Returns. So, The movie opens, and we're bringing up the whole rock thing, because it opens with the biggest spoiler for the Scorpion King. Yeah. Because it turns out he's a bad guy, Mm -hmm. and he uh, sold his soul to the, you know, god of the dead, Anubis. Anubis. and uh, The Anubians. The Anubians. um, I don't know if that's a real word. Nubian is. Uh, Oh, it is? is. Oh, oh, cool. I'm cultured. No, you're not. (laughs) Quiet, you. So... It opens with the same kind of structure as the original movie, right? Where the first one was narration. We're going to tell you the backstory of Emotep. This is the backstory of the Scorpion King, where he's Dwayne the Rock Johnson going across these territories, taking down kingdom after kingdom. But, you know, he, he can't win all the battles, so he sells his soul to Anubis to take over all the lands of Egypt. What what is the what is the line he says cuz I, rem-
1: I I have it I have it I wrote it down somewhere
0: Cuz I remember I remember like on WWE Smackdown there's a part where he's like you know the rock's new movie he's going to be saying the greatest line it's going to be the catchphrase of the summer it's- and it's going to be
1: Haku machante which translates into it's hot as hell
0: <laughs> ah.
1: Ah. 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 ah it burns
0: and <laughs> And, you know, that creates the magical oasis where the Scorpion King's temple is. And uh, And he takes
1: the offering when the scorpion comes out of the sand and he eats it. Crunchy. Mm. yeah, Spicy.
0: And then after, you know, Scorpion King does his thing, Anubis comes in and it's like, ha, gotcha, sucker, and takes his soul. And then he's locked away for 5,000 years. That's like another one of those moments, (laughs) Mm -hmm. too. Yeah.
3: And we get another
0: (laughs) platoon. (sighs) Yeah. I I love it. I love it. Some also, and this is going to be the last time you see The Rock yes. on screen. Yeah. Yeah. Literally, it is. Yeah. I think you get his voice at the end of the movie, but I think that's... This is a lot. He's in the movie for the opening scene. So if you're in this to complete your The Rock film... Like you're good you're, five you're, minutes in. You're good five minutes in. But they to put The Rock away until the final act because we cut to... 1933 with rick and evie exploring an ancient pyramid with their son alex alex now me. um how do you guys feel about them having a kid is that is it weird because because i'm saying it like this the first movie came out 2 years ago and now they're going to have like this 9 year or 8 year old son mm-hmm. in the movie and it's like that their dynamics feels way different than the first movie.
1: Yeah, Steven Summers just didn't want to deal with babies.
0: Oh, was, oh, did he
1: wanted I mean, a kid it, involved? It,
3: it makes sense. I mean, it takes place in the 30s. So it's like there's there's a reasonable there's a jump. time jump. It's not like it takes pl- took place in 1999 and then in 2001. They have an eight-year-old kid, so it has to take place in the future or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it still works. I, I I don't mind it. I think Rachel Vice at the beginning of this movie is,
0: she, th- <laughs> that is, this is the best she has ever looked for. Oh my god! With with uh, the skin tight leather pants mm-hmm. in the explorer in the explorer heels. Jesus Christ!
1: <laughs> with a little brush.
0: Beautiful. Mm. It is like again the cast in this movie is still a hilariously good looking.
1: Yes, incredibly.
0: Yes, but I, I don't know. I feel like the The kid in the movie, there's definitely a note by the filmmakers that this movie is aiming a little younger than oh, yeah. the first one is. Yeah, more towards families. Is. Yeah, more towards families. They're having the kid involved so the kids can have like a surrogate in the movies, which is weird because the first it wasn't mo- a problem in the first one. No. Yeah, yeah, it's like a studio thing. Like they're like, oh, we want more kids to go see it. Put a kid in it. That feel that feels like a thing where it's like they. They made the first one and they were like, This is gonna be big with like teenagers in the action movie crowd. And then they found out that kids fucking loved that mm-hmm. the first, first movie. One. And then the studio probably wasn't a no, like get a kid in
3: there. But also like it, it it is kind of a good like storytelling device for, you know, how their relationship, you know progressed progressed, you know, mm-hmm. that they have a family, like they do love each other and all this and that. And it gives it also brings up the stakes. For them as well,
0: so
1: it drives the story.
0: Yeah, it's one of those things where it's like I think I kind of miss when they were a little bit more antagonistic to each other, or a little bit more like wisecracking to each other. It feels like this their their relationship is the relationship's too good for me here. But they, they're, they're still, too they, happy. They still
3: like go at each other pretty yeah. good too.
0: Uh, I don't. I don't know. It's like I see. I see the merits of the new dynamic of the movie. It's just. Uh, it's a different dynamic than the first movie, I think is where I feel kind of weird about it, but the chemistry is still great. It's yeah. like, yeah, it's a different dynamic from the first movie, but I feel like
3: it's a necessary thing at the same time. Mm-hmm. You, you have to evolve for the sequel in some way. Yeah, you, even though the, the sequel is everything from the first one just bigger, like the, the, there has to be something like:
1: Yeah, because Brendan Fraser wanted them to, you know, be in an apartment. It's like I want to show my new family we're just in the small apartment and they're like, "No, for this big fight scene that we're going to have in your living room, we need a mansion." Which would
0: have been cool in an apartment, all it, one take. People what? getting thrown out of like the the fire escape or something like you that. Got, like people in the courtyard like, "What the hell?"
1: <laughs> but did that mansion look familiar to you?
0: Uh so I think it does cuz I think wasn't it in the first movie? Like it was like it, it doubled for something in the first movie? It
1: doubled as part of the library mm-hmm. in the first movie but it's also the house from the omen. Oh. Man.
0: Oh man. <laughs> the omen. Oh man. That was uh the omen. That's one of those movies that we talked about and um we did not have favorable things to say about that movie.
1: It wasn't as scary as people hyped it up to be. It also
0: it, it was did a time it, and a place. Yeah, time and a yeah. place. It didn't it also I felt it didn't age very well. The third act kind of fell into the, it. Yeah, the third act kind of falls apart. It's just the, it's discount exorcist. Yes, yeah. that is the that is probably the most uh, astute observation you can have of that movie. It's, is it's, it's not the Exorcist,
1: but it, it, the fact that it's a cursed film. That's what kind of keeps us hooked into it.
0: But what keeps these people hooked into it is when they find the bracelet, and we get their first action set piece. Also, we get to see that Evie's now psychic. Yeah, there's magic. Yeah, that, that's
3: another thing. Like you realize, like in a lot of sequels back back at this time, like there's things that just happened that weren't in the first one and you're like, mm-hmm. that's kind of kinda
0: odd. There's a weird, this is a weird moment because this is still when home video wasn't completely common. Because I know back in the 80s where you would have like sequels to things and the filmmakers were like, well, no one's going to be able to see the first one so we can fudge a, a few things. Like that was the Friday the 13th series forever. Mm-hmm. Was like, Oh, well the movie in the we well, can do kind of whatever we want in the fifth movie because it's not likely people have seen can watch the first or second movie right before. Yeah, right right away. Yeah. So like it is a it is a that's that feels like a weird relic of the era, but it's also really weird that Evie is having flashbacks and is like a mystic now.
1: It's kind of like, you know, is this supposed to be, you know, just stuff that's happening because of all the events from the first movie you know it kind of awoke this you know in her
3: yeah because they do say in the first movie that her mother is egyptian her
1: mother is egyptian and then she says that her father was a famous explorer Mm -hmm. which there's you know back history on you know her name and an actual explorer way back in the day. I don't know if you guys want to hear anything about that. Uh,
0: uh, but- pl- please. You know how we're a podcast and we like tangents?
1: I know, but I mean, you're like, oh, history.
0: Uh <laughs> stupid history. But, what um, does a woman know?
1: But there was uh, Lord Carnarvon. He was the one that was part of the team that discovered uh, King Tut's tomb. Mm-hmm. And he had a daughter named Evelyn. Mm. And so that's why Evie Carnahan, yeah. and then you have Evelyn uh, Carnarvon. So that's why they tied her to to that storyline, or to that, you know, fact in history. And Lord Carnarvon was part of that group where it was, they were cursed from opening, you know, the mummy's tomb. Yeah. And it was really just, you know, asbestos and all the stuff that had been encapsulated in this tomb that just made people sick and die. So that's why I was kind of wondering, I'm like, okay. Which we still use. which, Which you could still use, you know, in this movie. And that's why I was kind of like, are they trying to go off of that, you know, with like, you know, curses and, you know, former lives and so... It's like, it's kind of, you know, I can kind of understand that, you know, where it's like, oh, Evie really was, you know, this person of the past, because yeah. I mean, we have an Oksuna Moon that's been reincarnated, and they just happen to meet at the same time, same year, it, same group of people.
0: It It's one of those things where, you know, for the sequel, you got to evolve the sequel so you can have more places to go. This feels and it's
1: also like... also early 2000s, where it's like a lot of supernatural stuff in movies.
0: Yeah. But it, it, this feels like they're trying to evolve too much of the core mm-hmm. franchise too quick. Yeah. You know? Like, like it feels uh, like
3: it should be, like, a third or a fourth one. Yeah. yeah.
0: You're like, oh, we're going to put a hint of it in, like, the second one, and then we're going to explore it in the third one. They they just go all in on this.
1: but it's a lot of information they're throwing at you. Evie's having these psychic dreams they have a child now now there's the scorpion king and then
3: rick's got his tattoo is like that wasn't where, in the yeah. first where movie? was his tattoo in the first one Under but he got his... it in an orphanage in this in the
1: yeah that's why it's like there's just so much information they're throwing at you it's kind of like okay one or the other you know pick a couple of key also you have a
0: new winston thing. in this movie and izzy you, yeah. you're introducing a i do like new... izzy a lot though
1: yeah We'll get into funny? Izzy.
0: We'll get into Izzy. But there's there is this whole thing where they're introducing a lot more characters. There's now the secret like cult society mm-hmm. that's following. Which is, that, that's a pretty good thing. I think the cult thing is a pretty
3: cool. Like thing to add because like I feel like that that would be like a good natural progression from the first one.
0: Mm-hmm. Like the cult want to bring mm-hmm. wants to bring them back. That makes sense to me. It's like oh well, we tried to discover Emotep because we were worshiping the ancient gods, and now we actually have a, a way to get there. Yeah. Oh yeah, like raise Emotep again and and continue but
1: and it's the year of the scorpion
0: yes it it's a thing where just in the opening of the movie the first couple bits, lot there's a lot of it's changing right now we because
1: and you also have people that are after rick and evie
0: yeah because that's that's the that's the thing there's these three henchmen they're coming in because they're trying to find rick and evie because they want to collect the bracelet because they know they're there they and need the
1: bracelet for emotep
0: and alex their kid is you know Oh, I'm a rapscallion with my Bart Simpson.
3: Yeah, he's kind of he's kind of like a, a a Fred Jones making all of his traps and stuff.
0: <laughs> yeah, he's he tries to he's like distracting them, and then Rick and Evie they discover the bracelet and trigger a booby trap because that's just what you do. Yeah, yeah that's, I mean it, it's that's, it comes with the land. Yeah, yeah, and then you know they're they have their first big action set piece where it's like the river comes in. Or uh, was it to... the Nile? Yeah, yeah you gotta yeah. drink from the Nile. It doesn't sound that bad. <laughs> and then the, f- okay. the whole thing floods out and they're about to drown and the henchmen are running off because, you know, oh, things are getting bad. Alex is teetering on the scaffolding that knocks over. the one over. henchman,
1: everything's cursed.
0: I, yeah, yeah that's, that's one of the best bits of the movie. It's cursed. It's not fucking cursed, goddammit. It's cursed. It's
2: cursed.
0: <laughs> that's just my toaster. Cursed toaster? No, it's just a toaster. But, yeah, like, Alex is hanging out on the scaffolding. He, The scaffolding falls over. He does a Texas pull. He pulls Texas an, Evie. Pull. Yeah, he he's, pulls an he's, Evie. He's his mother's son, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he knocks over the pillars, and that does the whole thing. It's the exact same repeat of... And they film it, like, the exact same yeah. way, too. Yeah, I, they even do the same Texas switch, the same effect. Mm-hmm. And that knocks out he's the he's right wall. in front of the camera. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that knocks out the wall. The wall opens up. Rick and Evie come in. Now, family's together, you know, <laughs>
1: Mom, Dad, I can explain. I can explain everything.
0: Which man, the, the early two thousands, man. Oh. That was that's great dialogue writing right there. But they are which now...
3: I don't know why they didn't put Evie back in her robe for that scene. <laughs> you're you're just like, screw continuity.
1: Back in her 90s. Put her back in the robe <laughs> and
0: don't do any CGI. Oh god. But so they get um so now the family's back together, we get that dynamic, right? Like, yeah. okay, this is where our heroes are at now. They're now these world round explorers, they have a kid, uh, some henchmen are after them, they discover this golden bracelet that's the Scorpion Kings
3: they don't thing. They
1: know that the henchmen are after them.
0: Yeah, they don't they just yeah. think someone's like trying to steal treasure
3: from yeah. them or something, you
0: know. Yeah, treasure hunters. Yeah. And paralleling to this, this is where we get the raising of emotep. Mm-hmm. They've gone back to
1: Hominoptra.
0: And this is a cool scene too. I do like this yeah. scene. Yeah. This is this is the
3: horror movie scene, right? Mm-hmm. Pretty much, yeah.
0: Yeah. Like Rick and like Rick and Evie's thing, that's the action thing. This is where we're getting the horror stuff where the cult is digging up uh emotep because in the ruins of Haminophtra. They found the book. They found the book, and we get to see um Anoxina Moon played by what uh, is it Patricia Velasquez? Is that is that her name?
3: Yeah,
0: yeah, Patricia Velasquez. Oh, all right. She, or also known as Marta One yeah, yeah, from Arrested she's, Development. She's,
3: no, she's Marta Two. Is it? I thought she's Marta One. No,
0: she's she's the Marta that stays. Oh, okay. The first one was just some random. There, I there's like three Martas in a uh, Arrested Development, and she's but she's um shows up and you know oh sweet lord, uh, Moon is back from the dead, and, and
1: she's full embrace that she is reincarnation.
0: Yeah. Which, where did she figure that out? Was that like a college thing, you know? She know when she was a little girl? Maybe she saw the first movie and was like, I look like her.
1: Damn. Damn.
0: Mm. She's like, me and body paint. Maybe
1: maybe we should try I this one more time. Work. I think I could pull it off. I thought it was interesting for Anak Sunamun in this movie was that they did all of her costuming where it matched her body paint from the previous movie. Oh, yeah. That's right. Yeah. yeah.
0: There's a, There's a lot of like really interesting attentions to detail with this with with her especially when we get to the part where she gets re um <laughs> repossessed
1: when her soul's going back into her body she stabs herself
0: we're gonna get into that we're gonna get into that okay i Past swear trauma. To- it's so fucking funny so but they're raising emotep and like we get the scarabs that come out and they're like eating every eating everybody in the pit and everyone's freaking out mm-hmm. and it's like we're getting close and i'm like oh okay and then they come with the flamethrowers and and it's um, it's super so cool. fucking cool. I like the way the sand looks when they're like they're they're yeah, raising when they're out. Rising. <laughs> I'm that that's a practical, right? Those sand raising, I think that's practical and it only turns CGI when the bugs come out, right? Yeah. I
2: think so.
0: Okay, because it, it looks really, really good. And then the bugs come out and then it gets into that like everything looks a little um weightless and glossy. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, this might be the first hint that CGI might not be up to par, but it's still looking pretty good. And then they, they pull Emotep out.
1: We found him. We, we found, found him. With we that found crazy
0: him. looking cocoon.
3: Yes.
1: Yeah, I, I know. I was like, what the See, hell See, now that, that was a poop.
3: <laughs> that was definitely <laughs> a poop.
1: <laughs> I was wondering, like, what is that? I'm he... like, we didn't find an Aksuna Moon, you know?
0: <laughs> she wasn't
3: yeah. in a poop.
1: In a poop sack. I'm like... I,
0: also, like, well, he fell into, like, the water goop yeah. shit, right? Did that just harden? Does it, does it harden into, like, this crystal shit? The,
1: this honeycomb kind of thing? I, I, like, I don't know. It, it all goes back to Jurassic Park. He's in the amber.
3: Which this one, there's Dino DNA in there. <laughs> we'll get to that. But this one, like how we were saying, like the first one had like pulls from like from The Exorcist, mm-hmm. like some points, like Indiana Jones, this and that, Lawrence Arabia. Yeah. Lawrence, this one definitely pulls from no, oh, Jurassic Park, Lost World. Yeah. yeah. Yes.
0: Oh yeah. That's that's a big big carryover. There's a whole scene in this movie that's almost like mm-hmm. it's like almost shot for shot, almost yeah, shot for shot. It's but, crazy. But Jurassic Jurassic Park did it better, I will say. Yes. Yes. So they, they raise Emotep, and after they're like, oh, we're going to need the the uh, uh, bracelet of the Scorpion King. Well, who has it? The O'Connor. Well Connors? They're O'Connell's. Roseanne? Rose- Roseanne has Dan? it? Oh yeah. Oh,
3: could you okay, could you, Can you ima- imagine that just like you the, the next week you're watching an episode of Roseanne and then the fucking like fucking three ad- henchmen show up? The <laughs> fucking Adam B C from
0: Oz shows up and he's like, Dan, Oh, it's time want to
3: the get bracelet.
1: fucked.
0: <laughs> And like, what's going on? <laughs> could you could you imagine? I got
1: the harmonica.
0: Okay, would that be the greatest thing? Because if they just recast everybody, it's like it's now ten years later, and and Rick O'Connell instead of playing by Ren Frazier, it's John Goodman. He's like, I really let myself go after <laughs> Hamanoptera, and then like uh, instead of Rachel <laughs> Rose Weiss comes he, in, it's it's <laughs> fucking Roseanne Barr. She's like, yeah, you really did.
3: <laughs> that would have been like a crazy crossover. Like if that if that episode came out first, and like you're just watching the watching Roseanne and then bang all all of a sudden these people come in and they have no idea what the hell's going on and then they leave and then you watch the movie and then they say oh the O'Connors have it and then it just completely cuts to we got the name wrong
0: (laughs) that would have been so fucking hilarious oh my god so the (laughs) so they go to Rick and Evie's place and
1: you mean they're McMansion? They're yeah, they're, yes, McMansion. <laughs> they're
0: McMansion. They they are balling out of their fucking minds Well they now. had
1: all that treasure so it was just like, yeah, we'll give it to you and you know, nice payday for us.
0: And and this is where we learned that okay, Rick has this magic tattoo and that
1: and that the benbridge scholars want evie now
0: yes. yeah benbridge scholars want evie and alex so is well <laughs> don't we all and alex is playing with the bracelet and he gets it locked it gets on his stuck, wrist yeah and he's like oh i don't want mom and dad to find out so i'm just he gonna like puts it under his sleeve and he's got a big bulky arm <laughs> he has a fucking pip boy on his fucking arm like that is not an easy he's hide, like walking dog. with his arm like dragging on it's the like, floor. Like, hey. He's like this is so fucking heavy and then we get. It's I'm just gonna go Igor. up. I'm gonna go upstairs. He's like... <laughs> <laughs> and and uh, we get to and now we get to see um, Jonathan right first yeah, time. Jonathan we get, comes back. This is a, Jonathan's first scene back, and Jonathan has learned nothing from the previous movie.
1: And that was what Steven Summers wanted. He's like, I wanted Jonathan to learn absolutely nothing from the first movie and the second movie. Blows all his cash.
3: Yeah, that's what he. Yeah, he says he he, he lost it all.
1: Because apparently, either in an early script or the novelization, Jonathan owns a casino. And Mm -hmm. that's where this big fight was supposed to happen in his casino. And I'm like, okay, so we're going to Temple of Doom now in the casino. Mm -hmm. And then they're like, no, we're just going to have him lose this shit because we can't afford a casino.
0: It's really interesting how they were like, so we cribbed raiders. Could we crib Temple of Doom a little bit here? Because... like Temple of Doom is it? D- it does have a prequel moment.
2: We, yeah,
1: we could have gotten Rick in a, a white tuxedo jacket.
3: Oh
0: hell yeah! <sighs> okay, like Temple of Doom, not my favorite indie mm-hmm. sequence. It might be my favorite indie opening where they're at the casino. I like Temple of Doom. Mm-hmm. I know. I don't think it's bad. Honestly, I think it's like it's my second favorite. Uh, I think I like Last
3: Crusade more. I can I cannot remember Crusade. Last Crusade all whatsoever. La- it's like the one I've watched the least amount
0: besides the last two. I th- I think that's probably my difference, is I've seen Last Crusade probably the most yeah. out of all of them. Temple and- of Doom's my most, but Raiders is
3: still my favorite.
0: Yeah, yeah, I would say that. Like, Raiders is Raiders is the best one, easily.
3: Oh, oh obviously, but Hard Take, I I like The Mummy better. I like The Mummy better than Raiders.
0: Yeah. I, I, w- I really, really want to agree with you in terms of, like... Like an actual movie like watching experience, I think the mummy is a better movie. I think importance, like Raiders is just well, more important. Yeah, but like yeah, yeah like I mean you're... if it wasn't
3: for Raiders, we wouldn't have the the mummy. Exactly. Yeah. But I feel like like our parents have
0: Raiders of the Lost Ark, we have the Mummy. Yeah.
3: Those are our those are our action adventures.
0: Oh yeah. And I think that's what Hollywood wanted. They wanted another generational action adventure franchise. And that's
3: why, you know, parents loved it and parents took their kids to see it. Mm-hmm. So I think that's it's pretty cool. Yeah.
0: So the, the so they Jonathan is, shows up. Jonathan shows up, and he's having a great he's about time. To get, he's about to get some. Yes, from a nice nice bimbo in it for the money. And he's like, I'm okay with that. I'm fucking Jonathan. But who, who was there when he shows up? The henchman and the cult and in Moon, And that one guy. And that one guy who's the main cult villain guy that doesn't... He's the
1: new curator. He's
0: the new curator, and he doesn't yeah. really do too much until like the last half of the movie he's he yeah until until he gets his arm like for some reason up. i'm like totally blanking on the rest of the
3: movie with him and i just watched it yesterday <laughs> yeah <laughs> I,
0: because he is like it's this is the issue with the movie's villains is with the first movie the villains were focused in on it's Emotep and benny it's mm-hmm. the main bad guy and his one Henchmen. henchman and then nameless mummy zombies in this one it's like we have to follow an Oxuna Moon. We had to follow Emotep, their whole relationship dynamic. We have the curator who's the cult leader. We have his main henchman who's um he's the actor. He played like uh Mr. Echo and Lost, Ada BC and Oz, yeah. who he's dealing with Alex the whole time, and they're having a whole like back and forth dynamic, and it's like there's a lot of villains. And then you have, have the scorpion th- king, and you have yeah. the scorpion king who's not in the movie so much, but he's built up and talked about constantly.
3: And Anubis. And
0: Anubis. There's a lot going on in this movie. Yeah, one. there's so many villains you have to keep track of that it's like, okay, they're getting diluted a little bit. And, and the pygmies. And the pygmies. Yeah. So but and it it it's definitely um
3: um a lot. It's a lot, and it it's this movie definitely focuses
0: more on the set pieces than it does the overall story. And speaking of set pieces, this is when Rick walks in on Jonathan getting interrogated. And we get the shootout. Another great scene. It is a great scene. Yeah. I th- again, the action in this movie. There's not bad action in this movie. Mm-hmm. It's still good. And I love the fight scene. They're in the house. You know, they're uh, Rick's getting shot, and he's. Th- I love how Rick has become the master of catching and throwing things back. At oh people. yeah, I when he get, catches a fucking snake, catches the snake, throws and throws it back. Scariest night.
3: part of all the movies, by the way.
0: Oh, where they just? She just throws the snake at you. That,
3: what was that? Egyptian asps. Yes. yes. Very poisonous.
0: It. That's what killed Cleopatra.
3: Only if they bite you. I mean, it's not poisonous technically, but whatever. You know. Yeah, they. Th- they
0: <laughs> he gets master throwing. I like how he things.
3: catches it though. He catches it and then he looks at it. <laughs> He's like, "You like, got this, bro." Don't yeah, get him. He's like, "I'm gonna throw you."
1: <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> like I, if
3: I caught it, I would. <laughs> but He's he like, catches oh, what the it, fuck? pauses, turns its head to look at him.
1: <laughs> get that bad guy.
2: <laughs> bite him in the neck. <laughs> and and we get the, in the whole face if you can. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and we we get the whole action scene because upstairs, Rick and Jonathan are fighting um the henchmen up there with the guns. In yeah. the second, in the bottom floor, you have Evie protecting Alex and then Ardeth Bay shows up. Bay. Bay. Ardith Bay. Artith Bay. Ardith Bay shows up and they're fighting downstairs like the the other henchmen's, yeah. right? He's kicking ass. Yes. Taking names. And it is a it is a huge, like super fun action set piece. And it ends with Evie getting kidnapped and them taking the chest they think the bracelets It's in, kinda right? like
3: it's kinda like the, the end of the first one. The, yeah. Which when, when Artith Bay is kicking ass, you know he's he's not bad for a magi.
0: Not bad for a magi. You
1: know, I can't see that scene without hearing you <laughs> pretty good for a magi. <laughs> I love that's a... <laughs> Do you wanna tell that story?
0: Please. So
3: there was one time when I was working at Earl of Sandwich at downtown Disney. I had to go into the walk-in fridge to get something. And I don't know what happened. I was putting something away. And as I was turning, something fell behind me. Or something was about to fall behind me. And I, I don't know how I knew. But I put my hand behind my back and I caught it. I think it was like a lid or something. Or like an empty tub. And like, I have not seen The Mummy Returns in fucking years at this point. Like I could barely... I, In years. So I caught it. And I told myself, not bad for a magi. And then for the rest of the goddamn night, I was trying to figure out what the fuck is that from. (laughs) I was like, I'm like, that's what is that from? I'm trying to think. I'm like, what the hell is it? What the hell is it?
0: Then finally, it just hit me. I was like, it's The Mummy Returns. I just like how you're like, your brain snaps in. Not bad for a magi. That is one of those lizard brain moments of like, I don't know why it's there, but it's fucking in there. And, And it it was
3: it was it's so.
0: It was just I don't What movie is that?
3: What is that from? I
0: I don't know why I didn't know right away, but I quoted it so quick. Oh God, but it it this is great shit right here, right? Like it if the bookcases if, you know, are falling. Yep, bookcases are falling, like there's sword play going on, there's gun play going there's on. There's weapons everywhere. Mm-hmm. And like if the other stuff where it's like, oh, the kids and all that stuff's in here, there's a lot more villains going on, but at least okay, the action's still good. Yeah. If If nothing else, the action's still good, and they're managed to defeat Evie's getting cha- taken off, and now they're like, "Well, time to go and save the girl, kill the mummy, save the world. We've done this before we got this, and they go in and now they're going over to the uh museum, and this is where they go and they save Evie and then where you're getting the um when the, he the jumps the, over the flames uh, yeah. the <laughs> sick flame shit. <laughs>
1: There it is, yeah. Back
0: of the box, baby. Where we get yeah, we get Brendan Fraser who gets to show off himself as like I am now A-list action star material and there's the whole gunfight they're in like uh we get the dynamic of Alex and Jonathan outside and they get to be, you know, um, you know, st- uh fucking, <laughs> you know, the comedy duo and it's like ah, we're going to need to get a different car. Mm-hmm. And what I can pull up with a double-decker bus? Double-decker yeah. bus and this is this is probably my favorite action set piece of the movie is That's the, good, is, the good. is the bus chase with the you know like art of fighting like downstairs upstairs rick is you know having to one-on-one the mummy um yeah, again warriors I
1: like when bay. he scream
0: so when he screams at them
1: yeah a lot of screaming uh-uh. uh, whoosh, runs away and i like it. after the fight you know art bay this was my first bus ride, best
3: ride. <laughs> i like i like when um when she's trying to lock the door, was trying to lock. Honey, you know, they don't use doors. Yeah. <laughs> that, I love this.
1: The, the, what is it, the bench? Yeah.
0: <laughs> I love how, like, even the beginning of this movie, they're, like, Rick is like, nah, uh, what, what is it, from uh, Grand Theft Auto San Andreas? Oh shit, here we, go, here we again. go again. And Evie's like, oh, it'll be fine. Nothing bad ever happens reading a book. Literally everything I bad's from reading a book. Literally would, everything you've I done. I would say,
3: like, the first... 30 minutes of this movie is a good continuation of the first movie
0: yeah if you wanted an epilogue to to the mummy this it's a good epilogue like oh where are they now what's going on are they still up with the whole adventure thing and yeah like that it's there it's very good as an epilogue i guess to the first one Mm -hmm. but then, then after that it's pretty much a lot of nothing yeah, because Alex gets kidnapped by the henchmen, and now they're like, "We're gonna go and we're gonna find the oasis to raise the Scorpion King's army, and we're going to take over the world."
3: But what what what's the significance of Alex wearing the bracelet? What what what, what will happen if he wears the bracelet?
0: Well, after seven days, he will die if he's not in the pyramid, just like some some other thing after seven days. Yep, and
3: he set off a chain reaction that could set off the next apocalypse.
2: Yes. You be
0: quiet. You bad. You get in the car. Yeah. 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 That's see that's a great Those quips are so great. Mm-hmm. The snappy quips in the like the some of the dialogue isn't perfect, isn't polished, but a lot of it is like, okay, I can see the Jesus, i Wow, sorry, but the <laughs> he's other <definitely>, he's <laughs> feeling this. I'm feeling the moment, but because uh, a lot of the dialogue, it's like I see the charm from the first movie, yeah, because the because the dialogue from the first movie, there's so much charm, there's so much f- like flavor in there, and in this, it's like it's still in there, but some of it is like, was this first, second draft dialogue? I don't, I don't know, because it, it, or it's, it feels more like um improv, I mm-hmm. guess, but. That's neither here nor there because we're we're moving on because Alex is being taken away and they now have to chase him down to save their son. And to do that, well, Winston's not here, but they got Izzy. And Izzy has his... He traded in his plane. For a Balloon. flying ship. Yeah. This gets a little steampunky. A borderline blimp. A zeppelin. Ah, <laughs> Not a lead one.
2: No.
0: I know this movie is about ancient mummies and supernatural gods, but the flying airship, I'm like, that is a step too far. Really? <laughs> a little bit. I'm like, I did cause I didn't see like steampunk kind of like techie stuff in this franchise. At least if I, you know, watching the first movie when I eye saw patches. that,
1: Hmm? Eye patches.
0: Eye patch. When did you lose your eye? Oh, I didn't. I just think it, it makes, makes me, so me look, look more tough. dashing. It's, yeah, like don't get me wrong, Izzy is funny. I like I like Izzy as a character. He's like Jonathan, but a little extra, mm-hmm. and but a little, I, and a little more useful. Yeah, l- yeah, more useful than Jonathan. Jonathan is sp- pure snarky comedic relief. Izzy is comedic relief, but with like a purpose, a purpose. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you didn't think the flying ship was weird? I mean, it looks weird because the CGI on it is just not solid. But like, oh, we're going to chase them down with a flying, literal pirate ship. No, I I, I didn't think it was out of place.
1: <laughs> I just felt like we're already taking that step in this movie. So it's like, why not a flying blimp?
0: I, I guess. Or a flying ship. Well, at least the flying ship gets us to Evie's... Dr- biggest dream sequence where she gets to have her fight scene with an in moon that was a good scene too
1: where, where she's you know nefertiri and she's like oh so i am connected to all this from the past also like, then she
3: just knows it all of a sudden yeah right like, after
0: again it this feels like a little fast and loose with the screenwriting where it's like okay we're gonna put in all the cool ideas we can think of and then we're gonna just Okay, Evie didn't get a good chance to have a sick like action moment in the first movie. Now we're gonna give her a sick action moment in the second movie. Which it is a good, it's a good fight. It's, oh, it's great! It's awesome. honestly. Um honestly. It's like, hot. It, uh, uh, Becky, is it is it hot?
1: Uh it's spicy.
0: It's definitely spicy.
1: It's spicy because there were no stunt people for that fight. There that was go. actually uh, Rachel Ice and Patricia Velasquez. They trained for five months to do that fight.
0: I mean, it shows yeah there's there's also like i don't know how much of the of that i get. yeah you said there was no stunt people was no there stunt. any like cgi enhancement to that i mean unless there was I, I assume there's like wire work involved there so i guess that's probably
1: it but no it was just a straight up fight scene and it's interesting to see how all the pieces are tying together because when we go to the first temple when the the movie opens that's one of the, the things that we see on the wall is the two women fighting. Yeah. And she knows her way all around this. yeah She knows her <laughs> the, way. All, the perfect pose. She knows her way all around this palace. And, you know, that's when Rick's kind of like, you know, you're scaring me. You know, you know how to get in, in and out of places, open doors. And it's just, you know, this was Evie's home once upon a time ago.
0: it's gets into a weird thing because, you know, in my head, I was like, oh, I thought she was, like, the thing for Anoxuna Moon. And then in this movie, it's like, no, no, no. She just needed to be sacrificed for Anoxuna Moon. She wasn't the reincarnation. And I'm like, well, then couldn't Emotep just have taken any any old gal in the first movie and gotten Anakasuna Moon back? Probably could have taken a dude. Probably could have. I've, I've thought about that. What if Anakasuna Moon's spirit got reincarnated into, like, Jonathan's body? Like, or... would, would 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 Emotep be like... Maybe we should see other people, you know? what if
3: it was Alex's body? He's a priest. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <Yikes>. you know.
1: <laughs> but, I mean, it, it kind of ties into the first movie where he's going to make Evie the sacrifice. And now we see that, you know, Evie was supposed to be Anak Moon's stepdaughter. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, wouldn't it, you know, kind of serve as justice to Anak Moon? You know, hey, I sacrificed your stepdaughter that basically got you got and got me got, you know, so I could bring you back to life.
0: Yeah, because there's a lot of, like, because I remember that scene where, because Evie has, like, a couple flashbacks in the movie, and one of them is literally the opening of the the first first movie. movie.
1: She's the one that, you know, alerts the Magi to help her father. Yeah. Who ultimately kill, you know, Anoxudamun. Well, no, she kills herself.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. It was yeah. A, it was an assisted suicide. It,
1: it was assisted
3: kill.
0: <laughs> yeah, because like around this time, like like they just streamline like emotep. He's just gonna be full powered right away because we're not gonna CGI um Arnold Valu the entire movie. Vaslu. Mm-hmm. Vaslu. Billy Oslo? Zane. Billy Z- yeah, we're not gonna CGI mm-hmm. Billy Zane. I, I found out that apparently he gets mistaken for Billy Zane all the time, and he's just like rolls with it now.
1: He's like, yeah, yeah, that was me on the Titanic.
0: <laughs> so, so he's like full power, and as
3: well, they're, he's already
1: done this. Yeah, it, it's only been ten years, so he's like, oh, just yeah, ten yeah, years. Yeah, yeah
3: right. he doesn't, he doesn't need to dust much off.
1: He's like, I got this.
0: eating that rusty? So he's at full power. Alex is like leaving little breadcrumbs, <laughs> but we get to see that. The whole, the whole, like, um, flashback of, like, oxymoon killing herself, when you get to see Patricia Vasquez doing the, I would say this is Shakespearean acting here, oh, yeah. of her, like, doing the mime thing. And she has the funniest dying <laughs> face. The- Where, yeah, her mouth goes a her eyes go wide. like, oh, it looks like she's surprised for a birthday party. Yeah. And, yeah.
1: And then she just kind of collapses and closes her eyes. Like, bruh.
0: <laughs> oh, God. It, it's great. And...
1: And you know, Evie tries to get herself off of the blimp. Yeah,
0: you know, just just for fun. And as that's going on, like you know, I said, Alex is leaving little breadcrumbs. Mm-hmm. He is leaving immaculate sandcastles. Yeah, the, the, he's leaving loaves. <laughs> he's not leaving crumbs. He's leaving loaves. <laughs> did you? Did anyone else think that was weird? Like, how are you? How do you? Have how did the... it take them so long to notice? How, right. Also, how did it take? How skilled and adept is he at doing intricate sand sculptures in, what, like, the three hours before they have to go away? Yeah, they didn't think, like, oh, he wants water again? Oh. was
3: what, he so thirsty for? This is Egypt.
1: W- were those the sand castles at the time? Yeah. <laughs> Got nothing else to do. Just right? sit there and, you know, yeah, I-, I think I could do this tomb over here. Okay, perfect.
0: Also, there's, like... He's like seen the thing he's emulating like once, and he's like, "I'm gonna do it perfectly." He, this looks like he needs a ruler out and a level to get these fucking sandcastles right. It it's just funny to me. He needs like mounds of
3: sand to make like one one little thing, and it's like perfectly like etched into the sand. It Doesn't even look like sand. It looks like he made it out of stone and everything. <laughs>
1: he's chiseling away.
3: <laughs> he's like, "I
0: hope nobody comes in. Oh, it'll be okay."
1: Just we'll s- coughing over the chisel. <laughs>
0: He does try to escape through a toilet, though. He He, he does. do. He does. Which, super fun. Love to see it. Imagine if he got through.
2: <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> it would have
0: been the end of the movie. Would have been, if he just, like, actually just escaped and he was like, oh, I know, that was he, easy. He,
3: he would have been crushed. <laughs> he would have died. Yep. Yep. He would have just, you know, been mercifully
0: ran over by how many cars of a train. Yeah. And then they'd be like, well, where's the bracelet? It's like it got ran over by a train. That can't stop a magical. No, it's gone.
3: It
1: it fucking
0: destroyed it. Yeah, yeah, I guess. You just see a severed arm with the. They just carry the severed arm the
1: rest of the way. (laughs) Come on, Alex. (laughs) Jesus.
0: So dark. But, because that, and that's like the beat of the movie for a while is, you know, pretty much the bulk of it. Yeah, the montage of their. Going to different places. They yes, Alex is like, you can't hurt me. I have the bracelet on, and the henchman is like, boy, I will chop that fucking arm off of you and take it with me. He's that part like, is cool too. When when I when
1: yeah. he
3: tries
0: to stab his hand, he's like,
3: that was great. How'd you do that? Great precision. What are you talking about? I missed.
1: <laughs> Just the look on his face, like, bruh. You, I'm a child.
0: And and that's the thing. Like, there's some fun back and forth with like Alex and the henchman, mm-hmm. and. You, they're, and then there's the whole montage of every time they go to a place, when Rick and Evie are right behind. They find yeah, they're like, they're they're like right there. Right there. And right when they're like, oh, we're so close, and they're going through the canyon towards the oasis. We get the sandstorm, but different. With water. I get it with water. A water storm. And I don't know about you guys. The water doesn't look nearly as good as the sand from the first no, movie. The,
3: the, the, this, that's, really, that's one of the parts of the movie where I'm kind of like, all right, can we just get to where we're going already?
0: It it takes a really long time. It's a full-on repeat of the previous movie yeah. and it also like it doesn't look nearly as good. Yeah. I don't know if it's a thing because it has to it's like full CG and there's no like real elements for cuz I think the First movie like the sandstorm was fake but there was like a real sky backdrop that they were imposing on yeah there was everything with cg for this one yeah and the water the water looks like jello and i think that's also why i don't like the ship because you can tell they're on a practical ship but 360 around them is very dodgy green screen but you know the sandstorm didn't work but the tidal wave it worked because They've crashed into the oasis, into the into the jungle. Yeah, and this is where we get the tiny mummies and the Jurassic Park Two, uh, yeah. shot for Sat stuff. And this is where, is this where the movie starts, um, not falling apart, but getting way more dodgy? Yeah, it should be the scariest part of the movie, but
2: it's
3: not. It's not.
0: This is where I'm like, this was definitely aimed for kids. Yeah cuz once they're in the oasis and they see like um like the tiny mummies what what do they call them the pygmies the pygmies it's not a very good name no, no. Oh. and so they're like running around and they're like what like a foot tall little mummy monkey looking things and then it's like oh they're like attacking us from all over the place and it's this is the scary part right and this is where Rick and Evie they're going to like Swoop in, save Alex during the commotion, and they're gonna like break free. And it's a, sh- and then there's the part where it's the shot for shot of Jurassic Park two, and the tall grass, and the and the little mummies yeah. are pulling them down. I like how them. they're running through like a paved pathway of the Oasis. And
3: you're like, that's Universal Studios. <laughs> you're looking, you're like, they that,
2: that's that's like walking. that's brick. Yeah, I'm,
0: I'm like, what? That's who's driving there? <laughs> <laughs> who's building these cobblestone roads and these cages and? why is there a starbucks here
3: i thought this wasn't supposed to
0: be found looks like someone already gentrified the whole thing i i love that i love the joke in this with ardeth bay it's like and this happened and no one survived and jonathan's like then how do you know about it yeah who told you this <laughs> he's like it isn't legend and myth yes but who told you the legend and myth How? Are, where did you know this from uh it's but yeah, this is definitely like the turning point of the movie where it gets like super fucking goofy. Yeah. Um although the the scene coming up is pretty emotional. Yeah. Yeah, cuz you know, they finally cat they finally save Alex and Rick is outrunning the speed of light. He's outrunning the sun. Outrunning it which honestly is a super cool vision yeah, it was a cool part i yeah. do like that part yeah and i again if you want to uh hear something great listen to the commentary of mummy returns because steven summers loves pointing out the the bullshit in his own movies and he's like yeah light doesn't work like that and it's it's kind of stupid but it looks really cool and it he's accurate it looks really cool yeah so rick saves alex and we're like oh it's awesome Families together saves saves his son. They're at the pyramids about to save the day. But Grace wait, a but wait! Anoxuna Moon, stone cold bitch of the universe, stabs Evie to death, and then they just walk away like, like a she, power couple. Yeah, she exactly. They look like the, they look like a power <laughs> couple. They look like they're about to hit the runway, and they're all black <laughs> robes. And she, yes, mm. but Anoxuna Moon stabs Evie to death, and then her and emotes happen like the the cult leader just like wander away and rick's like no like, let's get out of here let mm-hmm. <laughs> yo babe let's, let's roll <laughs> and they go into the um in they go inside into the, pyramid. into the pyramid and you know they're having the big emotional like you know dark night of the soul this is the low point of the movie evie's dead and they in evie dies i cried Sad movie,
1: right?
3: We, we do get a good meme out of this scene too. Uh, I can't remember what it was, but you know when she's dying. <laughs> yeah. God. So,
0: the, I'm just, I'm just like,
3: it's a memeable movie. It,
1: it is a
0: memeable movie. I'm, I'm just watching this and I'm like, oh no, Evie's dead. Wait a minute, Evie's. De- what? What? I, I like check the time on this. I'm like, how the fuck is Evie dead? There's like another thirty minutes of this movie, so. And that's because they have the Book of the Dead. Exactly. So Rick is gonna go in, and he's gonna say, and he's gonna like kill Emotep, and he's going to um, save the day, right? And he's gonna get revenge for Evie. While Jonathan and Alex are gonna steal the Book of the Dead from Anax and a Moon, and they're gonna say and they're gonna raise Evie from Which the
1: dead. Which isn't hard because you know the two of them are having an argument. You know, the yeah. power couple are now you know feuding with yeah, each they're, other. Yeah,
3: they're, they're always fighting about
0: something. Emotep's like. Well, he took away my magic powers, but I can beat him up.
3: I can beat up the Scorpion King.
1: <laughs> and she's like, are you a fucking idiot? You know, you can't. You,
0: a grown man killed you. <laughs> like, a grown man killed you 10 years ago. Just like mm-hmm. like a normal dude. Not um, like a, a powerful dude. Like a normal ass dude.
1: And then like 3,000 years ago, the bugs killed you.
0: You're not, you're not winning any fights, <laughs> bud. I'm sorry, dog. And... Th- at this point, the cult leader has now now has the bracelet on, and he's raising the army of Anubis. And now we have the the great looking, I would say, immaculate looking army of Anubis, uh, made of Play-Doh and goo, and um, not inclamation. Looks like a looks like Age of Mythology, the two thousand one uh, PC game. That's what they look like. They should have totally went full. Uh- Clash of the Titans with them. Just claymation, though? Oh, yeah. It, they, they probably would have looked better. Cause They great. look great. They looked, they looked bad. Like, this is when the CG falls apart. Yeah, oh, yeah. Because the army of Anubis is out there, and they're going to fight the Magi. Rick is going to, or Jonathan and Alex are fighting an oxygen moon, trying to raise Evie. Rick is fighting Emotep, and then the doors open, and we see the Scorpion King. The Scorpion King walks out, crawls out, crawls out because he is now from waist up. He is Dwayne the Rock Johnson from waist down. He is a scorpion with giant claws and he looks fucking awful. Even as a child, I thought he did not look very good. Yeah, he looks it. It looked worse than PlayStation 2 graphics. It's not it's not clean at all. There's it's all glossy and weird looking. It looks plasticky. There's no weight to it.
1: No. It's just bad.
0: This is the meme moment, right, of um of the mummy returns, where it's like, oh, we have the rock. Don't worry, we have the rock at home. And you yeah. show and you yeah. show the Scorpion yeah. King. And you know they have the big fight, and I think the fight's pretty cool. It's a Pretty
3: cool fight with the ground opening up, and you got like all the the souls,
0: and that, that.
3: That was always cool, and all that. And like, but it doesn't hold a candle to the first fight in the first movie, or do- the the final fight in the first movie. No.
0: It doesn't because the the final fight of the first movie, there's a lot more. There's a lot more going on. There feels and they're also like repeating a lot from the first movie, where it's like. Alex even says like, "What's this symbol mean?" Just like Jonathan, in the first movie, and then Jonathan's like, "Oh, it oh means he knows this. it now. He knows yeah. it now." And it's like, "Okay, yeah, I like the reference to the first movie, but it's like, there's not a lot of evolution here mm-hmm. when they try to evolve everything else from before." And you know, Evie gets revived. And now it's Evie versus a, and a Moon, two, yeah, Electric Boogaloo, te- technically three, but whatever, yeah, and. It they find out that one of the items they had was actually a spear, a yeah, little trophy thing, and you it know it opens up into a spear. It opens up into a spear, <laughs> Jonathan. Open, just open it up. Ah, uh, and you know the, the the fight just ends with Rick killing the Scorpion, the Scorpion King, King, which is pretty cool. It, it looks yeah, pretty cool. cool. I mean the the Scorpion King doesn't look cool, but yeah. the rest of it looks cool. Yeah. But the moment is killed when Emotev runs up, drops the knee and goes, No! <laughs>
3: what is it with him? Why did he do he, that? He,
0: he does the the Will Smith uh, the Will Smith, yeah. the Will <laughs> arms, Smith up. arms up showing his stupid wife. Yep. <laughs> I that there is no world where somebody watched that and was like, Are we making a comedy? And I like how like drastically different he is lit from the background too. Yes, that that is when that is definitely one of those shots where I'm like, this was in a this was in a green screen room. Yeah, that's what this shot is because the rest of it, you know, there's a lot of like CG going on, but it's like it looks like they're on a real set for for the all, most, part. For the most yeah. part. But there's certain shots where I'm where yeah, where Brendan Fraser's like hanging upside down with a spear inside the Scorpion King, and then EMO Taps like runs up, drops the knee. No, that's a CGI uh, set. They were like we. We didn't get a shot
3: of Emotep reacting to, to. We we just need to do something in like five minutes. We're just gonna go go get this little studio space, just a little green screen in the back of this comic book shop, and we'll we'll
0: film it. And and they're like, uh, can uh, you do something like like you're really upset? Arnold's like, I I I've guess got you. I got you. I I mean I've, I used to do this in the theater. No, <laughs> like like he runs straight to his knees. It's it's
3: hilarious. Like, the football,
1: like just dropped out of his hands. Yeah. <laughs>
3: Yeah, that's what it looks like. It looks like he just
0: fucking fumbled the It it looks like he's it looks like he's watching it looks like he's watching this movie and he's like the CGI,
1: no
3: ah, Like he just like walked in from the bathroom and he just saw
2: No
0: <laughs> Anoxuna Moon, no Anoxuna Moon Oh god, and that's that's when we get like the saddest part of this movie. This was for me this was sadder than Eevee Dying.
1: Oh, no no, no. This was not sadder than Evie dying. For me, it was. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> oh god. So,
0: so uh, right after that, you know, Scorpion King's dead, the cult leader, he now has his little skeleton arm because the bracelet, you know, does yeah. that to you. Uh the, so but the armies of Anubis are dead. And Rick and Emotep are now hanging on the precipice, and Rick's like Go save yourself, Evie, and he was
3: like, "No, I'll save you."
1: The pyramid's collapsing. Yeah, yeah. It's like everything else, you know, it self destructs.
3: Oh, then the the army of Anubis just
1: into the mist.
3: I every time that happens, I always think, I imagine like whatever's in an etch a sketch,
0: that's them. Yeah. Yes. Dude, that's what the magi did after the war.
3: They They made the etch a sketch. They built the etch a sketch. They just had so much of that shit. They were like, oh well. Let's do something. Yeah. So there's nothing over us to guard now.
0: We got to figure something out. Let's let's get with Hasbro or Mattel whatever who I don't know who doesn't. <laughs> I've no idea. So they but Rick's like get get out of here and he was like no I'll save you and then Emotep is like help me on Moon save me yes. and she's like fuck you and he's like hoes ain't loyal. I love I love that and I love how you know Emotep—he's got these tears, and he's sad, and he just kind of like gives up and falls, and he turns into a CGI ragdoll. He should have, should have like, he shouldn't have like, like he shouldn't have fallen. He should have just been like, no, hit <laughs> him like no. Oh god! And then, but I think that's like so sad. Like he spent three thousand years longing for this woman. Fuck her. Oh yeah, well fuck ox in the moon. I feel bad for Emotep.
3: I don't feel bad for him either. No. Nope. Ah.
1: <sighs> They were not relationship goals.
0: They were
3: not. No, they 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 weren't meant to be together. They were never meant to be together. Like he should
0: have Evie, listened though. to the pharaoh. Oh yeah, should have listened to the pharaoh.
1: Did you say the pharaoh? The pharaoh. <laughs> I was <laughs> hoping you wouldn't catch
0: that. I'm having a day, all right. I'm having a day. So so they get out. And they that Rick Rick gets gets saved. Uh yes, Rick's gets saved they're climbing to the top of the pyramid because now we, their balloon. to get to their balloon because now uh, the oasis is collapsing into the pyramid mm-hmm. and it's like a blender of of stuff going on. It's
3: kind of cool. That part's kind of cool. I like that part.
0: It's really energetic. It's really energetic. Yeah. Like visually it's like, "Oh, this is interesting, but it's like it's a lot." Like the movie, like the movie just collapses in on itself very quickly. Well, that's what. Well, you know, it's, that's a, what the it's pyramid, a representation.
3: So, so. Yeah. yeah, and, and then, then they're they're getting lifted up, and you've got the the got diamond, the, the diamond on top of the the pyramid, and Jonathan.
0: I love Jonathan. He's like, save me, get me up there. Wait, put me, put down, me down, put me down, put me down. Put me down. <laughs> bring me back up, bring me back. That's I like that. Yeah, he gets the giant like diamond the size of a briefcase, and Jonathan got his treasure. Rick and Evie. Got their son, and Izzy gets half of the money, and then we get an animated spinoff. Yes, yes we, we do. do. So the Mummy returns. Look, I still give it four stars. I still give it four stars. Same. Uh this
3: is a, like a three star movie for me. I I but would probably three say, isn't bad. I would probably say maybe like three and a half is where I should go. But you know, I do have a good time with it. It yes. does hold. It does hold
0: hold a place in my heart. Uh, yeah, I would say this movie's st- also this movie is isn't, isn't boring. No. It's not a bad movie. It's not a bad movie in a sense where it's like, "Oh, this is like a betrayal of the first movie in this franchise and it's not very interesting." It's like, "No, it's like a movie that has a lot going for it and it's executed kind of oddly and it's not as good as the first one. They haven't perfected the sequel yet." Like yeah. it's that yeah. time where the sequels were
3: always kind of whatever but then you have X2 and Spider-Man 2 that just yeah, they figured it out. Yeah, they figured it out. And now we're back to sequels just being who
0: knows what even sequels are anymore. It's just Yeah. Yeah. It's it's one of those things where I'm like if this movie came out now and like if they, you know, cleaned it up and like all this other stuff, I feel like this is this would still be like a pretty solid movie. I mean, the box office space for itself. It made uh it made more than the first movie mm-hmm. first movie made 417 million this one made 435 million against a 98 million dollar budget so four times its budget big fucking hit i i think this is still like a pretty good movie it's just i don't know It it's one of those things where i feel like there was so much to the franchise that they could have gone with and they just didn't and then it took it. them forever to, to even pick up yeah, yeah. They they spent the whole time franchising. These franchise made a, like three Scorpion King movies. Mm-hmm. They made the cartoon show. There was a couple video games in between. The Video game for I think it was the for the first one. I think the first one
3: had a video game. That was a fun game. Mm-hmm. That game was actually kind of scary too. It's.
2: Hmm.
0: I'm wondering if they lost their way somewhere. And also, like Steven Summers never came back to direct another one. No. He didn't do the part 3. He didn't he produced part 3, didn't didn't direct
3: it because uh, he made uh, he, did Van Van Helsing. he went on to Van Helsing yeah. and then he did a uh, GI Joe, the first live action GI Joe movie. Yeah. And I, I, think I I don't know what anything else after that.
0: Odd Thomas, I think he also did. Yeah. You
3: know, that's right. That's a good movie though. I did like that With, movie. With
0: uh, Anton Yelchin? Yeah. Great actor by the way, like lost too soon. Yeah, it's,
3: that was a good movie.
0: The uh, I it's one of those interesting things where after this uh, every like the, it's weird that this pretty much ended the franchise. Like, granted, we get like Tomb of the Dragon Emperor, like, yeah. but that's like what six, seven years later. That came out like two thousand, like eight, eight late. or nine, yeah, eight or nine, yeah. I think it came out after the uh, the first Iron Man movie. I think, I think so. I never saw it, uh, really. Same. No, Rachel Vice, I wasn't there. <laughs>
1: Same.
0: I I saw it in the theater, but it was at right. a time where I know I saw it in the theater, but it was at a time where I didn't know like. How much of it had changed? I didn't know Rachel Vice was it wasn't in the movie. Like I, I did. didn't realize that. That's why I didn't see it. Same. Right, but it's one of those things where I'm like, how did this? Why did this like end the franchise like stone dead? Like for like seven years? Because mm-hmm. even with Indiana Jones, like they there was they made those movies like every what three or four years mm-hmm. I think. I don't know. It is it is a fascinating thing to me. But overall, uh, do you? think this movie is a worthy sequel to the mummy or do you think that the mummy should have just been a one and done
3: um that's kind of tough
1: because mm-hmm.
3: like yeah it's not as good but you know it it's something it, it has it's, its moments it's still fun it's not as yeah. fun but like especially comparing it to like movies now it's like it really is so you know like marvel movies are scorsese says oh they're just amusement parks you know yeah. That's all they that's all they are and like you know I can kind of I get behind that. But like these movies like they actually feel like rides. They feel and like they actually yeah. feel like you're you're strapped to your seat and like you're actually like mm-hmm. going along for a ride. It actually feels like an adventure. And that that the sense of adventure is definitely still in this one, not as much as the first one even though you could probably say this one's more of an adventure cuz it really yeah, going out there.
0: I mean, I I would say this movie feels faster than the first one. It's paced way faster, and there's a lot more action per minute. But there's n- there's, there's none not... of those moments of um, character.
3: Yeah, the, the first one, the first one is has everything you could want from an action adventure movie, as well as a horror movie. I feel like the first one is a good. It's kind of a good introduction into horror for kids and whatnot. This one is just pretty much just an action movie.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: It's. Aimed way more for a younger audience than I think. Um, than I think they were aiming for. Mm-hmm. I, this feels way more like a a kid friendly movie than the first Mummy was, and I don't know if that's like a good thing or a bad thing.
3: It's definitely overstuffed. There's overstuffed a, there's a sure. lot.
0: There's a lot of. Um, we need to keep people interested, so we're gonna have something happen on screen all the time. But like, like we said with all the characters too. There's just way too many characters. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm like scorpion what's the whole
3: point of the scorpion king really and then having emotep come back and then the 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 new curator all this and that there's there's a lot yeah. there's a lot of no there's a lot of villains but not much villaining going on
1: the world's mm-hmm. too big
0: yeah it it feels like there could have been there's it feels like there's like ideas for like three fucking movies in here mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they really could have done something if they, honestly, if they had more time. Because, you know, you think about it, this movie is greenlit May 8th, 1999, comes out May 4th, 2001. There's, that's like little less than two years. And what, they're filming three months after the premiere, maybe? Four or five months after the premiere? And then they have all the CGI stuff afterwards Mm because they're like, "Well, we don't have the time to do so much production stuff." I mean, if you look, I think one of the scenes where um, Emoteps walking into the Scorpion King's pyramid—it's just redress of the set from the first film Mm -hmm. when they're going into like the sacrifice chamber. It's like this movie's turnaround time was way too tight. If this—if they were like, "Okay, we'll give you." Another year would have been, been good. If it was three years and they actually had time to, like, clean up the script a lot, maybe pair the villains down or focus it more, get the CGI cleaned up. They probably would have
3: ended up having to fight terrorists.
0: Right? Probably. Probably. But overall, I think I still. if I give the first movie a five, this is like a three for me.
3: I, I'll give the first movie, I gave it a four and a half on Letterboxd. Mm. Just because, you know. Has to have worm to grow. Yeah, I mean, I, I do think it's almost a perfect movie. I do love it, but I feel like five might be just a little too much because you know, I don't know. Seeing it as a as an adult is different, but it still has that you know, you still see it with those ki- with your with your kid's eye. I don't know where that sounds. Yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, same. I give the first one a five because you know I live in my nostalgia. and uh this one i'll give it a four i mean there's lots of work that it could have you know had on it um i do agree with you guys they could have used more time to flesh out the script you know if they wanted to turn it into a trilogy maybe save the scorpion king for like the third act you know build up to it so we have more of a you know a real boss could have been part three exactly
0: if the mummy's revenge if
1: part there you go.
0: that would have been cool. Actually, that would have been interesting. If part two was The Mummy Strikes Back. Right, the Mummy Strikes Back. If if part two was Attacking just the mummy clones. The um the cult. Take the pygmies. <laughs> if part two was just the cult and an oxygen moon and they're like they are raising emotep mm-hmm. and their goal is to get the bracelet. And it's like, oh, it and like the first and like this movie ends with Oh, they killed evie and they have the bracelet now and that's where it ends like ends on the down note right that yeah. um empire, empire that empire mm-hmm. ends on right and then the second movie picks up and now it's like rick alex jonathan and they're traveling across um the deserts trying to get to the oasis to capture him, and that's where it is and then the third movie wraps up where it's like they now have the book and they raise evie back from the dead and like that's the triumphant like third film like you could split the, like the there's enough ideas and returns to split it up into two separate movies mm-hmm. and build a movie out of it. As long as they did not or build a franchise out of
3: it. As long as they didn't bill it as this is part one of of yeah. this. Two. Like it still yeah. has to be like its own movie. You go to see the Mummy Returns and then that's
0: what happens to the Mummy Returns. You're like, oh shit, what's happening in the next mm-hmm. one? Right. If it was the Mummy Mummy Returns and then it was Mummy Three Rise of the Scorpion King, like that would have. Yeah, I think sure. that would have worked. Honestly, I think that would have worked.
3: And, like, the climax was, like, in England or something, and you
0: just see, like, the fucking world just falling apart. It also would have been helpful for, you know, The Rock, where it's like, oh, they make the Scorpion King in between these, and it's like, oh, like, oh, because they don't explain, like, what the bracelet is, right? And then they get the bracelet... And then it's like, oh, you want to know where the bracelet is? Well, we have this tie-in movie that's going to explain the you Scorpion King. It. Does it
3: explain that? I don't remember. I don't think it does. I don't no, it does.
0: does. It does. I
3: think he's just a good guy in it. And then in this
0: one, he's villain. Yeah. Yeah. Scor- yeah the Scorpion yeah, Scor- King movie, he's like the anti-hero. He's Conan the Barbarian fighting this, trying to save the psychic and kill the evil warlord. That, that That's the movie. And this kind of ruins that, like spoils it. Like, oh, well, why do I care? He turns into a villain. Yeah. It's interesting that the Mummy movies tried to make an expanded universe in the early 2000s before that was even a concept.
3: Because I remember when I saw The Scorpion King in theaters, I was like, so when's he going to turn into a scorpion? Like, like <laughs> what's the deal? When is, what does when, that happen? When is he, like, yeah. bad? I'm just seeing a good guy right now. But I remember watching, you know, seeing this back in the day, you know, you know being a fan of WWF, mm-hmm. WWE. I was like, dang, that guy is jacked. He is that. Va- yeah. He's very jacked. <laughs> and I was like, he is jacked, and now I look at him like, look how tiny he was. <laughs> he was so small.
0: <laughs> he was he, back when the Rock looked like, oh, he's a guy that goes to the gym yeah, a lot. Yeah, he, like, he, he works out. He takes work him. He looked
3: like he picks up a dumbbell every once in a while. Yeah, every now and then. Now and- he looks like the gym.
0: <laughs> yes. Oh, but yeah. Um, that was. The Mummy returns. Step down from the first film, but still worth your time. Mm-hmm. If you're doing the marathon, this is still pretty decent. Mm-hmm. But next week,
1: I can't even plug it. You're going to have to do it.
0: <laughs> uh yes. Next week we're being, we're going to be watching The Mummy: Tomb of the Dragon Emperor. It is the it is the Mummy film where Rachel Weiss decided not to show up, and we'll get into why, but it's also where <laughs> they go to China to fight Mummies from China that were like clay warriors. Don't look at me. I don't know what
3: it's about. <laughs> Jet Li's
0: in the movie. Um like Tomb of the Dragon. We're going to get into the death of a franchise next week. There's better yeah. there is a dragon in it, right? I don't No, I think there is. I think there's a dragon in it. It's like a stone dragon maybe. I think so. I saw this movie in the theater and that was the last time I saw it. They should have they should have gone to to Mexico to do the Aztecs.
3: So people have their Aztec yeah. Yeah. I, rem-
0: I remember this. I remember this. There was actually a teaser at the end of the third movie where they brought that up. That there was like, Jonathan was like, oh, well, I'm getting out of here. I'm, I'm going to go somewhere where they've never found mummies. I'm going to go to South America. And then a little tag at the thing. is like, six years later, they discovered mummies in South America. And that was like the tag at the end of the movie. Like, we'll be back fighting Aztec mummies, guys. Ooh,
3: See, I think that'd be yeah. cool. I would like that. Perhaps. I think I, that could be interesting.
0: I think the franchises, uh, we're, we're going to get into that.
3: But... Plus, those Aztecs were fucking crazy. Like, you, like imagine the things they do when they were brought back from the dead? Oh, yeah. There would have been some cool shit. They would have been like, these white
0: men, kill them. Just annihilate them. Stupid white people. But if you wanted to uh, hear about that, where can they go next week?
1: If you want to listen to us on a different platform than you currently are, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and YouTube.
0: You can go to our YouTube channel, The Film Vault. That is The Film Vault on YouTube. You can like, comment, subscribe, and check out the fun slideshow versions of this podcast. And if you want to follow us on social media, you can go to
1: The Film Club Podcast on Instagram, where we post daily stories, upcoming episodes, and random adventures we go on.
0: And Alex, would you like to plug anything before we go? Uh, Legra Dental Tustin uh, get your teeth did because
3: I do some of their videos so there you go and with that
1: we'll see you next week at the film club
0: have a good week everybody